This podcast is brought to you by On Track Studio. Welcome to the Rejuvenated Woman podcast. Each episode, I hope to bring you open, fun, raw, and inspiring conversations that aim to empower you on what it is to be a rejuvenated woman moving into and through your midlife years. Brought to you in partnership with Rejuvenate Pilates, I'm your host, Kathy Carr, holistic nutrition, lifestyle, and movement coach and founder of Kathy Carr Coaching. Grab your favorite bevy, put your feet up, and tune into what I hope will shed some light on topics around your overall health and well being. Welcome to the Rejuvenated Woman podcast. I'm super happy to have this beauty on the show today and you'll understand why when we dive into this conversation and today's conversation is going to be all around toxicity. Kirsty McDade lives in Melbourne and has over 16 years full-time clinical experience as a holistic and lifestyle coach. She is a fellow Czech trained professional and embodies a holistic life to its fullest. Kirsty is the co-founder of Javita, a sensational low-tox to no-tox online shopping platform that brings an honest and raw place for you to explore and take the health journey back into your own hands. I'm getting tingles again. Welcome, Kirsty. How are you Thank today? You me. I'm, I'm better now, but I get <laughs> to see you. This is such a treat. Mm, Thanks so much for taking the time out to hang out with me today. Uh, I know that we've um, been hooking up. We're trying to hook this little date up for a while. So I really appreciate you. And I really find, feel that this is a, such an important conversational topic and something that I know that you and I are both passionate about. So first, Kirsty, can you just share with our audience what inspired you to create Jafida? What was the ethos behind it? Yeah, sure. Um, Well, originally when I fell across the Czech work, I sort of loved exploring and diving into what actually a natural product was really. And what I was finding is it's just a complete maze out there. And when then relaying messages to clients, they would then go out and try their best to go and follow what I'd said. And nine times out of 10, they would come back so excited with something that they had gone and bought and they thought they'd done really, really well and they'd got exactly what I told them to and it just wasn't quite right. Like there was an ingredient in it or there was something that it just, um, sorry, can you hear my dog? (laughs) Then having clients have that experience, I just decided to um, start scoping out to try to help them at first. Um, Then... I really started to realise that people that were out there were not um, necessarily, again, doing what they actually said that they would do. Um, So even websites that are around today that say that they do the work so you don't have to, um, I go on there and there are so many products on there that I wouldn't touch with a barge pole. So how is, I'm so passionate about it and health is one of my top priorities and values in life and so how are people that aren't as passionate how are they supposed to wade their way through that like that's almost impossible um and it just gets ends up being really frustrating really overwhelming 
and people then just give up and I didn't want that to happen. So I started looking at different options. So there was a few like multi-level marketing things um, that I looked at and it just didn't resonate. So I just really felt like I needed to do it myself. Kudos and thank you so much for continuing that journey and you certainly have, you and Catherine, your co-founder, have certainly taken the hard work out for all of us. So thank you so much and I totally hear you when you say, you know, you recommend some things, alternative products for our clients yet there's so much misinformation out there with natural or you know so much greenwashing it's so frustrating Mm -hmm. um and really disappointing seeing companies really leverage themselves off that with um sneaky slogans and sleepy like sneaky names around things that the lack of integrity around it is um they don't seem to mind to do it which you know i get it it's dog eat dog world, whatever, but I also don't get it. This mm. is people's livelihoods and people's health. So, yeah. Mm. And that's it doesn't seem to be getting any better, does it? However, on the other scale, we've got more yeah. people like you, conscious people that are doing the work and providing us with that resource to be able to buy trusted products and that's the thing and thank you again that it you have a online platform that is trusted you can trust Kirsty and Catherine that they have done the work they're diligent about going through every single ingredient in every product and I'm sure that if there was an ingredient in a product that you know that you didn't really agree with you either would not have it on the platform or maybe chat to the supplier or founder is that kind of the things you do or Totally. I mean, that has actually happened. So we brought on, we've now had a number of products that um, changed from the time that we had them on the site to, you know, the progression of the site. And we learned about these new ingredients and went to the suppliers. And by no means am I saying that it was Catherine and I that did create that change, but we went along with the collective of the Holistic Health Hub Humans and uh, made our voices heard and in one scenario they reversed it and the other scenario the jury's still out um so we'll have to wait and see but it was pretty cool like the one situation the company just did not realize that this ingredient because it was such an innocuous name it was rosemary extract that they added and they didn't understand that there's actually no rosemary left in that and when you tunnel down it's actually just completely processed to so much that the body wouldn't even recognize it as a food anymore but it's a great preservative so they'd gone to a food technician they'd got this advice they added it and then when everyone else because it's such an amazing product went no (laughs) they actually took it out so that was fantastic oh I love that. How wonderful that they are yeah, in alignment. Really cool. You know, they want to do the best thing for the greater, you know, the collective yeah. as well, the community. And this is the thing like, we all can make mistakes and we all don't know everything. But collectively, a beautiful sidebar of this holistic journey is the tribe that it does bring along and how you can just learn with each other. And if you have, you know, if you think you're doing the right thing and it perhaps isn't the most optimal thing but you genuinely think it is, you, the tribe tend to then help you out, which is a really beautiful, yeah, 
little silver, extra little silver lining. 100%. And that's why we're here doing what we're doing today. Yeah, sharing more yeah, information so people can have more impact in their health, holistic health, if that's what you are looking down the lines of. So, Kirsty, let's talk about the toxicity in our lives because I know there's you've got some beautiful and amazing things on your platform. All of them are amazing and I do a lot of shopping on there. There are toxins that we aren't really in control of. So, you know, environmental toxins like, you know, the gases, the big chemical plants, the car fumes, the aeroplanes, you know, factories, all of those sorts of things that we can take control of the products and things, the toxicity that is in our home, in our kind of um, immediate environment and our office. So let's talk about some of that those toxins. What about the toxins, the ingredients in these products? What are the products that you feel that a woman would use every single day and the ingredients are going to be damaging to her body because there's a little quote from Dr. Hungerford, the very things that a woman is putting on her body to make her feel feminine is costing her femininity. So yeah, give us some examples of these products and definitely the ingredients and what effects. I know this is going to – we're going to go a little bit deep, so – if you are driving or, you know, grab that cuppa or pull over and, you know, because um, some of this will be a little bit of a alarming to you, maybe, if you haven't heard this before. So the ingredients, some of the products and the effects on the body, please, Kirsty. Yeah, well, the ingredients, the list, unfortunately, is as long as our arms. If Yeah. Um, so a rule of thumb that I try to, because, again, it can be very overwhelming, is if you can't pronounce it, it's usually a pretty high chance that it's not going to be great. Um, the other component of it is that the absorption rate of these chemicals, like anything you put on your skin, it's like 26 seconds for it to get straight into the bloodstream. And so you want to be making sure that your body is not having to detoxify anything more than it actually needs to. Um, with any of the products, like I love, so we have one of our brands actually puts a percentile on the front of it of how much is organic and how much isn't. Um, I'm not sure like with the exact, you know, like whether you want this, you know, and whether you want exact chemicals. I really um, like to go through a few of them, absolutely, because I don't think a lot of people out there really know. I mean, you and I have come across this, you know, every day when we chat with clients, when we go through that toxic home and office checklist, you know, we may feel that we're doing the right thing. So this is why I want to go a little bit deeper. So let's drive, let's dive. Um, so with um, makeup, so you've obviously got there's something like 527 different chemicals that a woman puts on her body before she leaves the house in the morning with various moisturisers, with, um, you know, a lot coming from our makeup, deodorants, you know, shampoos, sprays, all that sort of stuff. So you've got the homo, I can, you have to help me with the pronunciation of this, homo salate, um, and you'll find that in makeup, tanning oils, lip balms, and sunscreens. 
Um, this is a real endocrine disruptor, as they all are. So women that are experiencing PMT, sore boobs around their periods, emotional moments around their cycles, this is also going to help with that, like to just jump around a little bit. I have this conversation so much with my girlfriends about how symptoms around your cycle, they are so common, but it's not normal. Like it is not normal to have sore boobs, sore lower back, be in pain, have an emotional roller coaster. Like that is your body telling you that it needs help and it's been kicked out. And so if that is you, I would highly suggest that you go and help your detoxification systems, firstly, by not putting as much on for it to detox itself out and then helping your body process the things that it needs to get out with the things that we can't necessarily control. Like, as you said, pollutants and stuff like that. Some things you just can't at all. Um, The chemicals in deodorant is another one. So you've got the triclosan, the parabens, the butane, the isobutane, and, of course, the aluminum, which is really quite scary. So breaking that blood-brain barrier with those sorts of chemicals, when you do have that aluminum in the system, it can sit onto the glands, it can travel right through the system. And if it does break that blood-brain barrier, it has also now been shown shine up in Alzheimer patients. So we don't want to be bringing that on board at all. Um, it's really scary it is very how scary. much we can put in our system without realising at all, at all. Um, Now, this one is a bit of a tongue twister. I've had to write this one out. Cocamidopropyl betaine. Now, this is in face cleansers, toothpastes, shampoos, baby washes. So this is the other, like, my girlfriend just recently had a baby and she got given a pack of um, products. Uh, They were all Johnson Johnson products and I just was like, no, 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 no. And I went through some of these chemicals with her and just said, please, I'll buy you whatever. I don't care. Please do not put this on your baby. And they're putting it right in the midst, like, you know, around the groin area, which is obviously going to uptake even faster than 26 seconds. Um, And now this baby has to detoxify all of these chemicals. Um, It's a lot. It certainly is. And I wanted to touch a little bit on that kind of the effects later on and for our listener if you you know you have the creams the lathers the sprays the deodorants the toothpaste the skincare the cosmetics all of that and all we're doing today is sharing what you may not be aware of so don't feel that you're doing a bad thing we only know what we know and we're doing the best that of the information that we're exposed to. And there's a lot of misinformation out there. So what... I know when I first started on this journey, I didn't have a clue. Like I was using a conventional deodorant. I had all like pharmacy-bought makeup. I, you know, didn't understand about water. I didn't understand about any of these things. And I remember after my first course with uh, Mr PC... The Paul Check course, um, the holistic lifestyle coaching level one. And I made an intention the day afterwards to just be kind to myself because I felt like I had had 
a fire hydrant of information opened up in my face and I didn't know how to process it all. And I was just like, I went through so many emotions and what I realised was it was actually the stages of grief. Like I got really sad and then really angry and then I went through all this different process and then I started to realise as I moved through my holistic journey that it happened every single time I found out new information that I went through this like shock and sadness, like I went through the full seven stages. It was really interesting. And what I would deeply encourage people to do is some people get to the point that the emotions are so great for them that they push it away. And if you just pause and rest and then pull on tribe members, listen to podcasts, fill your cup up another way, you just make small incremental steps forward. And before you know it, you look back over your year and your whole life looks oh. much cleaner, much lighter, much brighter, much more connected if you just do the slow race. Yeah, and these are the things, they're the benefits of taking these toxic products out because you do feel better on all levels, as you mentioned. Um, what, let's keep going with the, um, the ingredients because I know, there, as you said, there's a, there's a list, an arm length or even longer, um, you know, because some of the effects of these chemicals, you know, you mentioned endocrine disruptors. So for our yeah. listener, they might make might not know what the endocrine system is. So can you explain a little bit how it would affect the endocrine system and what does that look like? So what would be a presentation with a stressed immune system or um, endocrine system? (laughs) Um, Well, the obvious one is one that we'd already touched on. So having cycle imbalances and not having a regular menstrual cycle or regular colour menstrual cycle, absolutely. It can look like bloating around the tummy and in that region. It can kind of sit in the lower back region as well. So that can be inflammation that's sitting there from high estrogen levels, which all of this causes as well. It can also just look like darn fatigue Like it is tiring processing all of these chemicals. It is tiring for your body to have to do extra work every single day before it even gets out the door and starts your day. And then the fatigue can then push you into a fight and flight because you're then still trying to do all the things that you want to do. So then you might have disrupted sleeps as well. Um, It's kind of, a bit of a smorgasbord, really. It is a smorgasbord. Um, you can get foggy brain. You can It changes just how you connect to yourself. It's really hard to really hold your own intuition when you have so many disruptors on board. Literally, its job is to disconnect you from you um, with the inflammatory reaction that it's going to create. Um, could even head down into like disrupting the gut and having a leaky gut. Um, yeah, skin rashes. Uh, like all, you know, bring it. We could literally <laughs> go on and on. Like weak nails, weak immunity, um, lack of brightness in the eyes. Like it's systemic. It gets into the bud's bloodstream and it goes wherever it wants. Um, with the inflammation can come sore joints. Um, 
And with all of that, like I said, it's very fatiguing. So really hard to hold your own motivation on things. Um, you know, if you're somebody who really struggles to motivate yourself to do things for you, it might just be that your body's tired. <laughs> like, you know, if you do clean up a lot of this stuff, the, one of the most beautiful gifts that it will give you is your vitality back. And who doesn't want that? Yeah, right. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you. And uh, yeah, with all of those symptoms, you know, if we're not taking control of those symptoms, they can develop into or manifest into a disease, or you know, or, yeah, a multitude, <laughs> yeah, a number of things. Chronic. You know, um, mm. PCOS, endometriosis. How many of us know someone with Hashimoto's, Graves disease, all of those autoimmune, all of those autoimmune diseases? Yeah, yeah. yeah hormonal imbalances as you mentioned not only you know um because a lot of our listeners are kind of moving into that phase where the perimenopause you know the the menstruation cycle might be so fluctuating that they just don't know what's going on but we can still have these presentations even more so at this time if we're not taking care of our the the load that's coming in um similar right to the menstrual cycle when you're getting severe symptoms around your menopause a part of it can be that your liver is so burdened with all of the detoxification that it's having to do it can't do any more so it has to kick it somewhere so if you are someone that is experiencing hot flushes or, you know, not insomnia, like not being able to sleep and being really uncomfortable in your own body, get on a liver cleanse and cleanse it out. Like what's um, that check quote? Like the solution to pollution is it's dilution. dilution. Um, you know, so like, yes, you have to help your body dilute all of this stuff that we've asked it over years and years to process and then stop putting it in as well um, will help the detoxification process, of course. Thank you. I really totally 100% agree with that statement because I think and I see and I hear and I speak to have these conversations with women in midlife that there's a lot of blame. Like the, the blame is the menopause. The blame is, you know, that's what it is. But what we are missing is that the way that we have lived our life up until this point, which doesn't mean that we still that we have to experience these common symptoms, not normal symptoms, is just cleaning up our lives so we can change. Yeah. It's it's not the menopause. It's all of these factors, the stress loads and toxicity, the chemical toxicity is a stress on our system. It can also affect the reproductive system, right? The nervous system, the digestive system, as you said. And a lot of the diseases or imbalances where the body is not in homeostasis is we have to look at all of these areas, right? Mm, Absolutely. And again, I feel like I'm sort of repeating is that when you're in that place of um, feeling symptomatic, it can be really challenging to feel motivated to move through that and to then make bigger choices to try to help that and not lean into the feeling. And so picking like one thing or exploring, changing, swapping, like trying to, you know, make small changes 
when you do, again, you, you look back and suddenly you've made 20 changes. Um, but if you try to make tra- 20 changes, more than likely it ends up being a big overwhelm and you end up making numb, none um, because it's just added to the stress. Mm. Yes, always. Um, I always encourage my clients just to do one thing at a time where it doesn't cause any more stress. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. So with that, so what would be, you know, your not like five recommendations or your top recommendations that you would give to your clients or to our listener here today on where they would start, where what's, you know, what's the number one? I mean, and also for our listeners, this isn't just about the products that we put in our bodies, on our skin, but it's also toxicity comes in the form of our food and what's been, how it's been treated, has it been sprayed, what's it been sprayed with, right? So, you know, let's, um, yeah, let's share what we feel. Are you tired, exhausted, have no energy? Do you struggle with sleep, hot flushes, night sweats? Do you have inflammation, weight gain, aches and pains or muscle soreness or joint stiffness? Do you get brain fog, mood swings, anxiety, sadness or even depression? Have you lost your motivation, your sense of self, your libido, maybe other symptoms that are common but not normal as a woman in midlife? The How to Get Your Mojo Back for Women in Midlife, six steps to creating a confident, strong, vibrant and healthy female body give you the foundations you need to live a happy healthy life as a woman in midlife check the show notes on where to inquire or register for the mojo in midlife program today so i have two original like number one answers for this which kind of defeats the purpose of it being the first thing because there's two options um but the first thing i always suggest for clients is to go where you, where it's fun like what, what intrigues you? Like what actually are you pulled to? Like contrary to what we are told to believe right now, you are all intuitive, powerful humans and you know where to go. Like I can't tell you better than you can tell yourself. Um, all you have to do is ask. And I think one of the biggest things about this journey is starting to come back to you and not looking outside for answers. Like sure, tribes are great. Sure, outsourcing is fantastic, but no one, no one knows you better than you. And I don't know your biggest bang. I don't know your thing that is going to affect the whole of your life more than you do if you choose to change something. So that's where I always like to start. However, (laughs) water is the great bloody start. (laughs) I find for most people, they don't drink enough and the quality of the water is not great. If these two things change, the quality and the quantity, and that gets on fleck, (laughs) a lot of things just dissipate. You know, the solution to pollution is dilution. Like you dilute it and suddenly your body is singing. The cells are now plump and ready to communicate. Your skin feels better. Like suddenly you're not eating as much because actually you were confusing hunger with thirst, like thirst with hunger, sorry. Um, you know, so many things get hit when you are drinking the right amount of water firstly and then getting beautiful quality water um, is equal and par. 
Um, and there is various price points with that. Um, you know, there is a very simple jug um, that now the, um, there is an amazing jug that's about $90 that can really kick you started. Or you can go for the full kit and caboodle and do your whole house and, you know, that can be upward depending on the house and the system and whatever. Um, so that would be where I would start. And I also kind of, I call it the Jenga game of life. Like, you know, when you play Jenga and you tap on a brick yes, and you kind of like you tap away until you find one that just slides on through. Mm-hmm. Like you want to play with it in that way. Like tap on a few ideas and just see which one slides right through for you. This should not be hard and it should be fun. Like this whole journey, well, it's kind of why I've made you know, a career out of it. It can be really, really fun, but it can also, where there is all this light, there can be heaps of darkness and it can get real heavy, real confusing and really overwhelming really quickly. And your journey will depend on which one are you focusing on and keeping coming back to the truth that it can be fun and it can be connected and it can be easy. Yes, yes, absolutely. So let's go back to the water because, I, yeah, I'm going to 10 high five double hands there um, because that's mm-hmm. essential. Number one, our listeners, uh, our audience may not know where you're kind of coming from where you do the house and you're doing clean water. You mentioned a jug. Can you elaborate a little bit more? I know I can, but I'd love you to share. Really? What, yeah, sure. What is, so like information clean? is like Water is like information. It holds on to where it's been, what it's been through and what it's been stored in. So depending on where you live, depending on your setup, in Australia we put a lot of chemicals into our water because our storage systems for the water and our transport systems for the water is not that great. And if they didn't, it would then come loaded with a whole bunch of stuff which uh, your bodies probably wouldn't enjoy either. So they put a whole bunch of chemicals in it for this reason and potentially others. That's probably another whole conversation. Um, And so when it arrives in my house, I don't want that. I don't want those chemicals in in my system. And there's a number of them. So they put in chlorine. There's rust from the pipes. There's E. coli from the pipes. There's mold in there and, of course, fluoride. Um, In fact, fluorides, depending on where you live, some states, some areas don't actually put it in there. Um, But you'll need to, if you are interested, you just contact your local council and find out whether that's true for you. Um, And so I like to kind of rinse all of this stuff out of my water And then because I've stripped it all, I do actually have in my filter, it then runs through a whole bunch of volcanic stuff to then remineralize it because you've stripped it of everything, right? So all good, all bad, whatever. So you now need to re-energize it, give it a lot of vitality back to it. So you just add a little bit of salt or you can get these remineralizers that are a volcanic kind of layering of rocks, uh, which a lot of the filters do, but some don't. So again, you can just check that out. Um, and the most, like, I love the taste of filtered water. It's so soft and I didn't realize, but a byproduct of changing your water is suddenly your taste buds are so much more sensitive. So if I go to a friend's house and they give me a glass of water, 
I can't drink tap water anymore because all I taste is the chemicals. And it was a really interesting. I wasn't expecting it, but logical now I'm sitting on the other side of it. Um, and I just can't drink tap water anymore. Yeah, same, same. It's like with anything, I guess, when you clean up your body, you can become a little bit more sensitised to or sensitive to those chemicals. Agree? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, totally. Even like perfumes and people that use um, laundry detergents that have a lot of fragrance in or have a lot of chemicals in, I really struggle to be close to them proximately. Why? Because it hurts. It's like it's a not a pleasant smell. Yes, and thank you. I'm glad you brought that up because I did want to touch um, a bit on perfumes and fragrances because I'm the same. I know I've, I've gone down to... Um, the shops and there's a lady that works in one of the shops and I can smell her before I even enter the store. Yeah, I've had that too. It's, I, walk by, yeah. I don't know, but you know, people, you know, if you're using perfumes, you may be oblivious to the toxic smell. But as I said, once you start to clean up your system, then you will become more sensitive to these ingredients, these toxins. It's like when you take a food out. Totally. That's exactly what I was about to say. It's true across <laughs> We're the board. So in right? yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> like I used to have a latte a day and with cow's milk. And then I did a detox and I noticed that a lot of my symptoms went and I didn't really understand why. Um, as a child, I'm jumping around a little bit here. Because as a kid, I got diagnosed with exercise-induced asthma. So what that meant for me is when I played sport and I'm very sporty, um, I would feel like somebody was strangling me, but the puffers never did anything for me. I couldn't breathe in very well. Um, and I used to say to the doctor, I don't think, like it does nothing. Surely if I had asthma, the medication for asthma would help me. So I never used to take it. Then I did this detox ages ago now that was six-week one. Suddenly my aerobic capacity went through the roof, like through the roof. Then I finished the detox, went back on my latte dough. Suddenly all of my symptoms came back again. Um, I realised that I had a dairy intolerance. It took me a little bit longer to give up the dairy, Um, a few more lessons, a few more inflammatory responses until they were loud enough that I finally listened. But this is it, right? When you do clean out of your system of things that you're eating that you love that just doesn't love you, suddenly your symptoms dissipate that you didn't even realize were symptoms. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't realize that these things were symptomatic of a food intolerance. I didn't even know that it was really there until it was gone. And then I was like, ah, so when you exercise, you shouldn't feel like you're being strangled. (laughs) Who knew? Right, right. What a blessing. What a blessing. And I think, you know, when when we have these symptoms and these pains and, uh, you know, you and I work on that, you know, pain is our greatest teacher. We can really learn from it and we have the opportunity to change or we'll just keep having that experience of the pain teacher revisiting, right? Perfume fragrance is in everything. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong, after listening to uh, Mark Cohen and Therese Kerr, she says there's around 3,000 chemicals in the word fragrance or perfume alone that are not tested for safety. 
correct? Wow. No, I had not heard that before. Okay. Well, yeah, all fascinating. Right. So, so, yes, Mark Cohen is a professor. He's done a lot of um, research into this toxicity. You know, they say that you're talking about the absorption of the skin. You know, it's 10 times faster absorption of these toxins when we put them on the skin over when we consume them. Right. You mentioned there's 26 seconds that it takes for these chemicals to enter the bloodstream and where, you know, we're having all of these diseases oh. and symptoms and the perfumes, ladies out there, if you, if you think if you use perfume, where do you spray it? Where do you spray this perfume? And I know you, you mentioned it can be fun, but we need to go a little bit dark here because I think this is really important because you go into any um, you know beauty department store and they're coming at you with all kinds of sprays and things, but we spray these things on our throat, around our neck, under the arms, you know, and we're absorbing these. And but the skin is the thinnest usually. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So we having you know I truly believe that the perfume and fragrance as we have discussed that they have an effect on all of these systems in our body so you know the thyroid is at right at the neck and we're spraying and you know we're rolling deodorants and antiperspirants on the lymph nodes under our arms so do you want to add a little bit more to that or should we move on because I don't want to go too dark but I just want to really make it aware to our listeners and our, to our audience because I don't think there's enough conversations around this. Yeah, totally. I actually find that many people are quite attached to their fragrances as well and so there's actually an emotional component there. They might have used a certain fragrance for years um, and so really don't want to release that. They almost um, they feel like it's a part of their character um, a certain, you know, whatever. And so just that there are so many beautiful alternatives. Um, and it's a really easy thing to stop. Like you should smell beautiful just as you, um, you know, deodorants are there to, so we don't really smell as toxic as we really are. Like if you have a smell to your BO, to your sweat, um, that is your body telling you that you're pretty toxic right now. Um, I know for a long time I didn't wear deodorant at all and I started to become really acutely aware that when I was in a stressful moment, it wasn't even that I was um, detoxifying toxins that I was breathing in or putting on. I had created acidity in my body through a stressful moment. Even just the thought of a stressful moment would turn my system and I would get immediate biofeedback <laughs> from the smell under my arms. And, and I started, it just became like, like, wow, that was really fascinating and such a beautiful connection and realization that when I did that, I was like, okay, I now need to deflame my system, look after my delicious nerves and help the body process that. Whereas when you don't even have that feedback loop, how are you supposed to know? Like how are you supposed to have that relationship with your body? So for me, it's a little bit like how many pharmaceuticals are used. Um, it's used to suppress this communicative feedback um, that we're being offered with our systems. Um, and it's not to say you have to go deodorant free. 
Um, but a lot of people find or say that they think like natural deodorants don't work or um, the perfumes aren't strong enough for them. Like, you know, that's a common feedback that I hear. Um, And perhaps the deodorants aren't working because there is such a degree of toxicity there. Um, So that is definitely an offering. Thank you. To look at for yourself. So relevant. I really loved that point where you said when you just have a thought even though you know you're doing all the things to enhance your vitality with clean living but just the mere thought can send us into a stress response and how often are we as in midlife we're having these little like inner furnace moments where we break out into a glow which could just come from a thought, but also that toxicity in our system. Hot flushes, night sweats. Won't go too deep into that. Yeah. Let's let's create a little bit of light around this now. We talked about the perfume and now essential oils are beautiful. Let's talk a little bit more about some of the products on the beautiful Javita platform. I love your, um, well, it's 28 essential oils. You have that little gift pack of all the little five um blends i i have one over there in my bag i should you know you can just keep them in your bag and just you know if they're not if you're a really beautiful size yeah strong enough you just keep reapplying you know and you can apply that and they are healing qualities of these oils right Yes, and I love to play again with my intuition with it. So I like to turn the labels around on all of my essential oils, on all of the little roller blends, and I ask them, okay, which one of you wants to play today? And one will always pop out and I'll just go with it. Don't question it. Go with it, turn it around, look at the label, and I like nine times out of set ten always have a little chuckle with myself because it's the exact one that resonates with what I'm to counterbalance where I'm at right now or what I really want to lean into and um you know I'd like to say always it does actually because it does but we'll leave room for a little bit of error there (laughs) um and it just it makes it playful again it's like brings that um that like the um, for all the wonders of modern medicine, it literally knows 10% that we know intuitively and the challenge for people now and some people find particularly right now that sort of a comment quite inflammatory, but we're so shut off from our intuition. It might seem so far removed, whereas you, when you do come back to yourself, your body knows exactly what you need. Like we just don't, we're not listening because we don't understand the language that our body's talking to us in. 100%. Love it. Love it. Okay. Um, so moving back a little bit, you said water. What are your other um, kind of ditch ditch to alternate on your platform? Yeah, well, We've we sort of touched on them. Water, perfume, well. toothpaste, deodorant, skincare, cosmetics. Yep. And laundry. Laundry liquids and powders are a huge one for me. Um, I feel like it's uh, that is a personal one because the smell for me when I meet somebody on their clothes, I just, you know, and if you're washing your sheets and your clothes, guess what? 26 seconds, as we said, boom, straight into your bloodstream. So laundry liquid is a really easy swap as well. Um, it's not that expensive. You can even make your own. There's really beautiful options now. Like we have um, these shells that are then fully compostable and zero waste. 
that all froth up. Like there's just some really wonderful products out there. Um, the other one would be food and not necessarily to have to fully swap straight away, if at all, if that doesn't resonate, but with your budget energetically, financially, physically working out how you can raise the vibration of your food. Mm -hmm. So that doesn't mean you have to be eating 100% certified organic, but if you can start teaching yourself how to source your food in a more vital way, um, like yes, organic food is very expensive, but it's the expense in, like it depends in which way you see the expense, right? So for me, my food bill is a fair amount, but my doctor's bill is zero. And I am in hope and in a true knowing that the fact that I'm putting my money in that bucket, it will pay dividends. It is an investment down the track, 100%. The other component of it is it doesn't have to be too expensive. You can buy in bulk, you can make your own, and you can go to farmer's markets. So um, I actually had a friend many years ago tell me that um, when I suggested something to her, she said that, well, it's easy for you. And get that. it's not. It's the choice. It's a continual choice. Like I get up on Saturdays and I take myself to the farmer's market. Is it convenient? No. Is it wonderful and got delicious rewards as well? Of course it does. But living this life, it's not always going to be convenient but going to the farmer's markets brings my shopping costs down by about a half if not maybe arguably more and I get to meet the farmers as well the person that planted that seed that picked it like it is so fun I love Um, my market day absolutely mm. love my market day and I'll drive to go to a market because it's fun yeah yeah it's really fun Um, And so bringing in these rituals and these little habits can bring that cost, whether you're thinking of it as financial, emotional, physical, um, can bring the cost in each of those buckets down. Like it fills you up emotionally, absolutely. Um, When I first started going to the farmer's markets, I used to give myself a rule that I had to buy two things that I'd either never cooked before or I had no idea what it was. And um, the farmers started to get used to me questioning and asking. So they used to keep things back for me and be like, oh, we found this. And, like, it's just such a beautiful connection, you know. It's not a supermarket where you're pushing a trolley around and then doing self-serve and then walking out with, you know. And you have no idea where anything's come from. And, you know, it's quite relevant. You said, you know, supporting these small businesses in this day and age and those those farmers, if, you know, you see it, you may have walked into a supermarket. There's not much there at the moment. and But you go to these farmers' markets and these people that are doing the right thing with reducing their toxic load into their animals and on their produce, uh, you're supporting them. And there, there's plentiful there. There's plenty there. They have lots. That was they the funny thing. Like through all of these um, pandemic empty shelfness, I never saw an empty shelf in one of the um, organic shops or at the farmer's market. Like sometimes something wouldn't necessarily be available, but there was plenty there for all Mm -hmm. and a part of me was very grateful for that and a part of me was also quite sad about that that people weren't choosing these things um, that would serve them during this time Mm -hmm. 
So now our audience knows, and I'm, I'm hoping that we've inspired you to some degree for you to, you know, maybe have a little bit more thought about where and how you're shopping. I recommend if you, you know, you might be rural, you might not have a lot of accessibility to these health food stores that are around. Fortunately, where I'm, I'm living now on the Sunshine Coast, I'm blown away at the resources, which is fantastic, but that's not uh, available for everyone. So having an online marketplace or store like Javita is you're going to be your number one shop. It has clean ingredients. That means no hidden nasties. It's eco-friendly. What I love about Javita from the packages, you know, any delivery that I've had, all of the products are wrapped in eco-friendly paper, biodegradable. They they break down in the nurture so in the nature rather. I get so passionate I can't even speak. Well, actually, some of the stuff we do use some plastics, but it's only ever reused. So we get sent hundreds if not thousands of boxes and we refuse to throw all of this stuff out. So we actually have a pre, pre-loved packaging option on the website um, where if you receive anything that is plastic from us, it's just us reusing stuff that we've been sent. Thank you for that clarification. You know, you're, more, you're all about ethical and conscious approach. Sustainable to our world. Uh, you are community-driven. You know, you talked about community. If you go onto the Javita website, that's J-I-V-I-T-A. We will put the links in the show notes. Cruelty-free and you can hear the passion in her voice and you can see it. And if you're watching on video, if you get a chance to see, you can see she's just a living, you know, breathing vitality. So beautiful. So for our listener, if you would like to shop, and I highly recommend you shop on Javita, you can get a 10% discount code if you use Kathy Carr, C-A-T-H-Y-C-A-R-R. And that's 10% on every shop you make. Is that correct, Kirsty? If yes, they use so that the only exclusions are if the product is on sale already. Sure. Okay, awesome. But, but as many times as you like. Thank you so much for giving that little deal to our listener. I appreciate that and I'm sure they will too. So before we close this amazing conversation, I would like to ask you, what do you feel, what is it, that a rejuvenated woman holds? If you were to see a rejuvenated woman, what does she look like? Who is she? Oh, good question. First, I'm going to go with what pops up for mind and it's heart. She has heart. She has a strong, like the Brené, strong spine and a soft front and she knows exactly who she is and she knows that she is powerful. (sighs) Oh, isn't, I think that's, I don't need to say anymore. (laughs) Kirsty, beautiful, gorgeous woman, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us. And if our listener would like to get in touch with you personally, where can they find you? In my house. Um, Melbourne. In Melbourne, Melbourne. Hopefully not in further lockdowns. Um, Just on the Javita Instagram page which is the handle is javita j-i-v-i-t-a underscore lifestyler um and that's usually where i am thank you so much you have a beautiful day and i look forward to connecting with you again 